Hello and welcome everybody. This is Adam from Miller's Custom Guitars and the new N Plus One podcast. I'm so glad that you could uh, join us today. This podcast is all about obsession and talking to people who are into things. Uh, you know, the whole idea is uh, that when you're obsessing about things and collecting things, uh, you always want one more. So that's what we are uh, love to talk about and love to dive into. Today, uh, I'm joined by a very special guest, one of my very dearest friends, one of my really good friends. Um, I always love, uh, how many times have I introduced you to this, at, like this? I, I always love to introduce <laughs> this uh, good friend of mine as the, the person that I used to give guitar lessons to. Yeah. <laughs> this is my good friend, Keenan Brennan. Keenan, hello. How's it going? I'm doing good. <laughs> Keenan is a young buck, young lad, fresh out of college, just graduated from the University of Nevada, Reno, yeah. with his degree in engineering. Yeah, mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering. Um, extremely bright young lad. When we talk about um, building stuff, you know, I talk about it from the guitar standpoint and he starts talking about numbers and stuff and my eyes glaze over <laughs> but then we start playing guitar and uh you know as i mentioned i you know there was a while you know his mom came to me and we used to attend the same church as mom hey i want you to give my son lessons and i gave him lessons a couple times but um <laughs> keenan has far a long time ago surpassed me <laughs> on the guitar ability i will say though the last time we jammed and we had a lot of fun up in your house but I did get to show you a few tricks yeah, with that YouTube stuff delay, we were yeah. doing, yeah. So, uh, you know, this old dog's got a few tricks <laughs> I can teach them whippersnappers. So. But, man, I got to say, uh, I saw you at the casino, the Black Oak Casino, and, man, you were just ripping some heads. You, Man, you can really play. We'll, we'll uh, do some plugs at the end if people want to check you out. Yeah. But uh, Keenan is a good friend of mine, a great musician, and a really good dude. But what I wanted to talk about was um, your obsession. So what are you super into? When did you uh, first get into it? Uh, and what was your like gateway drug getting into it? So I, it's, it's funny because I would say overall my obsession would be like the electric guitar or okay. guitar in general. And it's kind of the culmination between all the things that I love. Sure. You know what I mean? Like engineering, you mentioned I'm... Um, just graduated from school, mechanical engineering, and I've always grown up loving machines and putting things together, and building things and tinkering, that kind of a thing. And guitar, there's so many things. There's so many pedals that you can play with and amps. Mm -hmm. Right. And you can build your own guitars, and it's it's awesome. So there's all that. But you can even, like, I've built pedals and stuff before. There's, like, programming and, mm -hmm. you know, electrical stuff, all kinds of things. And then on top of that, one of the other things I love more than anything is being able to put a smile on somebody's face. Totally, know? that is awesome. Yeah, which is awesome. So it, it's kind of all of the things that I love all put into one in this nice, neat little right. thing, which happens to be the electric guitar. So. Right. Uh, but if I recall properly, um, you were like super into golf, uh, right? <laughs> well, you were like super into golf, and then you had something come up that changed kind of your direction and you couldn't play golf anymore or you couldn't play it at the same like frequency or uh, the same like like intensity that you used to and then you channeled that passion from golf into guitar yeah. is that is that accurate that's Can you close that yeah story? so what what kind of happened was my so my dad's been a football coach for like he played in high school and he's right. been a coach for like 
I don't even know, 20, older than me, probably 25 years. Does he still do that? At least now. He still does it now. So it's kind of been something growing up, and, you know, everybody, like, football was kind of a big thing. And then whenever high school came around, I played all through popcorn and all that stuff, and when high school came around, I ended up being diagnosed like a liver thing. So I couldn't do any contact sports. Mm. So that was like, oh, kind of football is like a big thing in family. Like I couldn't do it. Okay. So it was kind of weird. And just before that, like my eighth grade year, I had taken like one guitar lesson from kind of like a friend of ours, family friend. And um, so I had that kind of like milling. So whenever football fell flat and I had all this extra free time, I kind of turned to that. And okay. It, and it turned into this awesome thing, like I just described, that turns out to be you know, the culmination of everything kind yeah. of that I like. So you, so you kind of pivoted and shifted. Exactly, yeah. And you had that, you kind of had that spark, and you yeah. kind of started going. Yeah, you mentioned, I would say that's like the kind of the gateway. Gateway drug. Right. Yeah. So why do you love guitar and music so much? I don't know. As far as music goes, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like whenever you're playing, I remember like the first time I played with you and Norman Eddie and everything. Yeah. And everybody, like the... The drums start going and the bass starts going right. and you kind, of, you kind of just get this feeling and then right. being able to add something to that is, it's a great feeling. It's awesome. It is awesome. And it's also kind of a universal language that everyone can understand, you know? Right. Which I think is really interesting. It brings people together that you never would expect. Definitely. And that's the thing, you know, you can play with people that don't speak the same language if you're not if you don't speak yeah. English mm -hmm. you know someone else speaks Spanish another person speaks Korean another speak, person speaks Japanese and you go you go hu, 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 ha, <laughs> downbeat and everyone is playing the same thing and <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter and then you go you go and then you're on the bridge you know and, and like you don't really need to speak yeah. you know you just get into the right key and you can be jamming yeah. and having fun yeah yeah so that is kind of magic about music is mm -hmm. it's it's kind of magic yeah totally. so um that is pretty awesome so mm -hmm. let's um let's get into your obsession a little bit what are some of the highlights or the favorites or the best pieces of your collection. What do you really love in, in your collection? Don't tell me about your absolute favorite. We'll save that for later. But what are some of the best, your highlights of your collection right now? A couple of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I know you brought some guitars with you, and we can pull some of those out. Yeah. And you can mention things you don't have with you also. So. Right. I'll try I'll try and not double any, do anything duplicate. But I know this is one of my favorites. Oh, this yeah. is the first, I consider it the first real guitar that I ever got. Yep. And so tell us about what this is. So this is a Nashville Telecaster. So it's your traditional Telecaster. It's got the two Tele pickups. But then Nashville, it's also got a strap pickup in the middle. Right. And it comes stock with a five position switch, which is right. just switched like a traditional. And this is uh, made strap. in Mexico, right? Right. Made in Mexico, so... She's not the super fancy one, but right. it's pretty nice when I got it for my skill level. Right. It was a very nice guitar. Right. And it's, like, I still play it in gigs and uh, stuff. Right. And I remember you've had this for a while, and you've played the heck out of this thing. I really have. Yeah. Yeah, and I've ended up in the, recently, somewhat recently, I put a new bridge on it. Okay. With the brass saddles and everything. Yeah. I did that with my Tele too, putting yeah. the brass saddles on, and mm -hmm. it gives a little bit less harsh sound. The brass right. is a little bit more mellow than the steel, and I, I felt like that was an improvement personally. Yeah, um, I feel like it's more true to the Telecaster sound right. personally. Yeah, um, well, it's the traditional right design. I also was having problems with like string breakage because sure. it had a 
it had like those six individual barrel ones. Yeah. And something with the way that like the groove was cutting them, mm -hmm. I would break strings like crazy. Mm -hmm. So it was just it wasn't working out. So I had to change yeah. it to this. So. so this is one of your favorite. What do you like so much about this guitar? Um, it's just kind of I don't know. It's always been been with me through. Yeah. Kind of my whole journey. I've learned a lot, and you can see that some of the frets are pretty wore out see, and everything. So they're not terrible, but they're they're not yeah, in it's excellent not so bad. shape. Though, okay, either, yeah, you so got like what's really bad is your string, man. You need a string change. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't play this as much as I once did. The string shaming everyone here. <laughs> We're gonna dirty string shaming here. Yeah, this is. This is a, just a great guitar. You know, this wouldn't maybe go into a, maybe a museum. Uh, well, I mean, unless you get super famous, which I'm not <laughs> saying won't happen. But this is just like a tr like a great player grade guitar. Right. This is made for gigging, made for the working right. musician. It's gonna hold it down. And the my the thing though, I remember making fun of you. Do you remember what I said when when I heard you play this guitar? Do you remember what I said? I remember you making fun of me. I don't remember what it was. I was like, that's not a that's not a telly, that's a strat. Because yeah, of the yeah, five, the five. Because of the five way switch. Um because you you know, but Well um, what I've done though, I because I I thought that was a problem too. I put one of those freeway ten position switches oh. on it, which but I and I only use it for basically right. the the series and parallel okay. versions of this. So um, for switch. listeners that are not familiar with guitars, so there's there's three pickups on here, and we might have listeners that are not viewers also. So I'll try to explain. There's pick up, three pickups on this guitar. And there's a switch that'll choose between them. Normally, a Telecaster has two pickups with a three-way switch that'll pick choose between them. And then on a Nashville Telecaster, there's three pickups instead that'll switch between them. And then it controls like a Telecaster, where you can you can choose between them. But he's put in a modification where the switch, instead of having a five-way selector, is actually a ten-way selector, <laughs> which is a it's a pretty <laughs> badass modification. And it, you don't even you can't even tell it's there. We have you have five switches, five positions here, and then you can push the switch down, and then you get five more positions, and that's yeah. pretty cool. It's like shifting gears. Yeah, you kind of shift <laughs> gears, so you can't even tell it's there, and that's the coolest thing. Right, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a, so I get those extra positions without you even. Knowing. That is that's pretty cool. So now it is a now it is a Telecaster, yeah. Telecaster, yeah, Telecaster Plus. So that's an awesome that's an awesome entry into your gear. I know you've had this for a long time. So. Right. That's why it's notable, but I, like, as you can tell by the strings, I don't play it right. lately. Yeah, do you have any other uh, uh, pieces of gear that are part of your favorites right now? Um, maybe uh, stuff you haven't brought with you or, or... I'm trying to think. I wrote most of my favorite highlight types mm -hmm. with me. Well, I know you got that amp recently. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. That's been treating you pretty that good. That thing's awesome, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Mesa Boogie Lone Star. That's good. I and mean, when you got it, it wasn't working. Yeah, I well, I bought it, and it was relative. It's a very expensive amp, but it was yeah. relatively cheap because it wasn't in excellent shape. Right. So I kind of knew going into it. But as soon as like I, just shortly after I got it, it ended up having a couple problems. But I yeah. went through it and you know cleaned all the contacts out. And nice. I yeah, I, that, so. you know, I, as a guitar tech, I, I do not work on amps. Amps scare me, but you're an engineer. You can handle <laughs> it. Let, let's talk about underdogs. Um, is there anything in your collection that you would consider, like, underrated? Like, maybe you got secondhand or at a thrift store mm. or anything that maybe punches above its weight class or maybe yeah. someone might uh, look down at, that kind of thing? Yeah, so my girlfriend got me a guitar. What actually happened is I was playing this 
Telly, I was doing something, but she she was carrying it like inside for me, helping me out. And she had like one guitar setting on top of the other type of thing, and she scratched it. And uh -oh. I was like, well, this, it obviously has some sure. issues with it. But right. I was like, oh, you scratched my guitar? What are you oh, doing? Oh, no. I wasn't like actually mad, but I was kind of giving her a hard yeah. time. She's like, oh, no, I'll buy you a new one. And oh. then it happened to be like our anniversary came okay. around recently after. And she bought me a Squire, which is... um. I wanted a guitar with a big Z on it and stuff. And okay. So so she bought me a Squire with a big Z on it and everything. And it's a Squire, so it's not, you know, excellent. But I this thing, something about it, it's got cheap pickups in it. But that bridge pickup, it's really bright and it trebly. Also a Telecaster shape? or Yeah, it's a Telecaster. What kind of pickups on it? That's what, I don't even, they're the Squire something. I mean, but are they like Telecaster it's, pickups? Yeah, no, it's or got a Tele pickup in the bridge. Or? And it's got like a, it looks like a Filtertron in the neck. Oh, yeah, okay. But I don't even know if it's... It might be like a humbucker, the, the Filtertron looking... Mm. It, the Filtertron sounds like garbage. I think I, yeah, I've seen that guitar. I just can't picture yeah. it right now. But yeah. The Filtertron sounds like... The neck pickup sounds terrible. But the bridge pickup is... it's You can tell it's a cheap pickup because yeah. it's real thin and everything. But whenever you play that thing, especially through my amp, with mm -hmm. the, it has plenty of bass in it. Yeah. It just sounds awesome. That, yeah, it's nice. Sometimes it just hits the... It cuts through the mix real good and it, it just hits the perfect spot. It does that telly thing. Right, just yeah, like, yeah. It just drives those it's treble frequencies bright. in just the right it just way. It sounds to get super through that. gnarly. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's almost like we were talking about the treble booster. Yeah. And it's kind of like just really aggressive and harsh like that, which is awesome in some some situations. Right. So just stock like that, Squire, just like that. I, I kind of just love it, just like that, you know? Nice. So. Do you have anything in your collection that's currently in? Like the dog house, you know, like maybe uh, something you've grown unsatisfied with or maybe something you're considering getting rid of or uh, falling out of love with or um, something you used to love, but you don't, yeah, I don't know, mm -hmm. something that you're not super happy with. Yeah, I built a guitar for my senior project. Oh, yeah. And it was the first guitar that I built. Right. And I, I still love it to this day. It's still an awesome thing. I'll never get rid of it, but I've just gone through like... I put a weird set of strings on it and it had an open G to kind of give it something different. I really want to play slide, but I like don't actually play slide. Okay. You know what I mean? So sure. I like put open G set up on it and um, I just don't play it as much as I yeah. once did, which is kind of sad. And also the other thing is the color on it. I kind of regret the the color choices I used on it. I, yeah. It's got a really beautiful Manzanita pick guard. Right, I remember my that. Favorite. That was my favorite part about it. But I'm thinking maybe if it was like a more of like a dark like like kind of a transparent black yeah. finish or like or something like that that would contrast with the manzanita really yeah. well like that. Something you could like always that. go back and sand the finish back and try something that's, else. Yeah, you know? at some point that's my and that is a cool project, you know. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's the nice thing about when you make your own thing that you could just kind of right. That's also the issue I find though, because I'm like, oh, I'm, I could do this now and I'm right. satisfied with it, you know. <laughs> But nice. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, we're kind of mowing through these questions. That's great. This is going to be probably a long conversation for us because I know that you've been doing a lot of this. Um, is there any gear that you've made yourself? Which I know the answer is yes. <laughs> Anything that you uh, DIY'd? How, to, how have they turned out? What have you learned? And what would you do differently next time? I was looking at my guitars before I came here. I, I, most of them, I built most of them right. recently too. Is this where we want to start pulling some out? Yeah, sure. Let's pull out some of these DIY. You want to grab the green one? I'll grab this one. Sure. So these are guitars that Keenan's made. So you, you got a 
a CNC right. for a, what, a birthday present or no? I I just I decided to me and my girlfriend went half and half on it, and we were we planned on doing like um, like home decor type stuff, the type of stuff you would pay too much money for at Pottery sure. Barn and things like that. Because right. it seemed like something, which still it still seems like something yeah. that would be you can make good money. At yeah, that. you can get yeah. good make money doing that. So it seemed like it's a, a good investment and right. Yeah. And at least a tool that would a really cool tool that'll pay for itself in the long run. Yeah. But in my in learning to use that, in learning to like write tool paths and model things like a guitar which is incredibly right. difficult to model, I've um, only made guitars on it so right. far. So. so, you know, he didn't went to school for engineering, so he literally knows how to do these things. I look at a CNC and I go like, ooh, that's cool <laughs> and I have no idea. Like I just know that they it's a tool that can be used for making guitars, but um, I, I don't even know the first thing about how to use a CNC, other than that they can be used for making <laughs> guitars. But Keenan actually understands the whole thing, and so he's been cranking out these guitars. <laughs> Every time I go over there, there's a new, new guitar, uh, yeah. but these are two of them, and I don't want to disparage you, but I feel like <laughs> we've got two guitars, and one is a massive success, and one is a borderline fail, right? I, I'm not. That's not well, offensive, right? This one's no, this one's not awesome. <laughs> I, I, I I kind of call this like this is like a ten foot guitar, like from ten feet away, it oh, looks yeah. so cool. Yep. And then you get really close, and you're like, "What? Wait, what's going on? Yeah. Wait, what's going on? What's going on? Wait, what's going on? <laughs> wait, what is? What is going? What is? What is? <laughs> this is this guitar is really cool, and." You did a lot of stuff that's really cool on this guitar, and it plays really good. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff that is mega jank on this guitar. <laughs> yeah. So um, for the audio listeners, this is kind of an Ernie Ball Music Man style guitar, kind of like a Wolfgang style guitar, like the the, the Eddie Van Halen, like not his not his. Um, not his crazy um, pinstriped guitar that he made, but more like more like his more modern. So it's like a single cutaway dual humbucker with a, with a Floyd Rose, and it's kind of like a gunmetal gray. Um, the neck is pretty good, but what kind of what is that? It's mahogany. That's mahogany. Oh, it's just like stained really dark. Or... No, it came really dark. It's like an African mahogany. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, the neck is pretty good, but then like then that was there's... actually the so this one actually the body. I built the body by hand, so that's one of the, <laughs> I built the body by hand and then I had a neck on it that I got from eBay just to kind of okay. practice fret work on type of yeah. thing. And I ended up, um, when I got my CNC machine, I was like, hey, I can get, I can make a, a neck now, might as well give it a shot. So yeah. that was actually my first neck that I built too. Okay. And it, it turns out. I don't know. You you kind of it's a ten foot guitar. You kind of nailed it. That was perfect. And right. I actually say most of my DIY guitars mm -hmm. are that way because I can't bring myself to just build a normal guitar. I have to try something absolutely, absolutely crazy. Like on this one, like the body's made of black oak that I cut out of a log in my backyard. Yeah, it's pretty Literally. heavy. Right, which I kind of like the heaviness, and it's like got like denim on the side. Right, like that's so bizarre, and it's got. You can tell my finishing work is... Right, so you did like right. an epoxy finish, yeah. which is still a little sticky. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and then, like, you can see where the boards are kind of weird. Like, yeah. So what happened was, so like I said, I cut this slab out of a, out of a log. Right. So and my idea was I wanted it to look like, like firewood, basically. Uh-huh. 
Because where, where we're from, Tuolumne, where I grew up and everything, mm -hmm. like oak trees and stuff are everywhere. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I was like, black oak would be a cool thing to be, you know, mm -hmm. that's related to home and everything. So it's a it's black oak, and I wanted the front to look like a piece of firewood. So it's got a, it's the marks in it, you can see it almost looks like flame, sort of. It's me going with a chainsaw and just hacking it up. So it looked like a piece of firewood. <laughs> It's, I, it's, what you can, I don't right. know, I think it's an interesting look. It's, and then it's got the uh, denim on the sides and the back is burnt. Is the denim rubbing off? No, what, ha okay. <laughs> so like I said, <laughs> sounds like a cool idea what I just subscribed, but actually a, like making that happen is a different thing. <laughs> so whenever you burn the back and you've got fabric on the sides and you've got a hacked up front, you got to do epoxy, which I knew nothing about, so... I just attempted to slap epoxy on there, which is hard to do on a three-dimensional object because you always have the bottom side, which you get drips and things. Yeah. And then I couldn't polish it, so yeah, it's I've literally refinished that guitar probably like seven times. Wow. <laughs> and then I know we played this guitar, and the the pickups are not great sounding pickups. Um, I won't we won't say what they are. We don't want to disparage anybody, but. Um, they might be worth an upgrade because it does play really good. Yeah. And that's the one kind of great thing on this is that it does play really good and it feels pretty good to, to play. Um, but this is, this is I would say, like a 7 out of 10 on the jank scale, <laughs> on the jankiness. Yep. But it, like, it looks really cool from you know about 7 or 10 feet right. away. And the, the fretboard's pretty good and it like i said it plays really good that's one so. of my favorite things about it is that fretboard it's the same thing out of that black oak because i i yeah. don't even know i had it sitting around or something and you're using stainless frets when you make these yeah right? for those yeah yeah that's cool i haven't ventured into the stainless frets yet um that just seems like a lot of work it and i don't work i'm kind of moving away i've from heard it. that it's really hard on your tools and yeah um tools are expensive <laughs> so. Yeah. so tell us about this one though because to me if this is a Ten, ten, 10 foot guitar that's like a 7 out of 10 on the jank scale. This one's not. This is a guitar that is just baller. This guitar is an absolute uh, like winner because I played this guitar. I mean, it's a little jank. It's like, a little jank, yeah. It's still like a little jank, but man, we I played this guitar. So yeah. tell us about this one. I would say the the re main of the main reason for the your initial reaction is because it's got the much nicer pickups in it, and it yeah. sounds much better. And this is actually one of the best playing guitars I think I'd made. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for the listeners, uh, this is kind of like a L Les Paul Jr. style guitar. It's kind of like a slab body, single cutaway. Uh, it does have a bolt-on neck. It was a, um, mm -hmm. um, a walnut neck. Yeah, that's right. What's the scale on this? Is it... Uh, it's a Fender scale. A Fender scale. 25 and 25 a half. And a half. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, single P90 in the bridge, and what kind of pickup is that? It's a Lawler P90. So he's got a Lawler P90, dog ear P90 in the bridge. Okay. But the thing about this guitar, besides playing great and looking cool, it's kind of like a green, like a forest mm -hmm. green with like a chamfered. The kind of cool thing is that he did a chamfer that it cuts back to the wood. It's got this like reveal before it goes to the, yeah. the black on the back. It's almost like a binding type. Yeah, it almost look. looks like binding. So it looks really cool. And then he's got, what's this wood that you have for the pickup? That's that oak again. Oh, more of that, that oak. slab that I, I cut like out. The yeah. split right there. It's just cool looking. <laughs> but this thing plays awesome. And it sounds so good. And like one pickup 
You don't need anything else. This yeah. thing is a rock and roll monster. It's mm -hmm. a rock and roll machine. What do you want to say about it? I'm talking a lot of talking here. This well, is so the story behind this was I had a had a Jeep that I drove all through high school and everything, and it's this cool green color. It's it, oh yeah yeah, and it's like this is kind of it. But I so I had to repaint the hood because the clear coat was coming off. And okay, it looks terrible and everything. But I had some leftover paint, so I was like, hey, I'm gonna try and spray some paint on a guitar. And I had a we were actually painting my brother's truck at the time too so my uncle was coming over to paint the truck so I was like I'm gonna make three bodies three guitar bodies and we're gonna paint them and see what happens and I so this one is green just like the Jeep I had in, nice. in high school so that's it turned out you know not perfect there's some orange peel in it and stuff and I it is what it is I finishing I, I found is the hardest thing at all oh this, totally for sure Oh, but hundred percent. Yeah, but that's kind of the inspiration for it is, yeah. is green. It turned out a little lighter than I wanted, but yeah, I didn't even. Yeah. I forgot about you have uh, the inlay at the twelve yeah, fret says, says Jeep on it. So yeah, awesome. and same thing, oak. Like you're all you're driving through the There's through the woods and stuff, yeah. and yeah, the neck on this one is a little flat in the middle. Yeah, yeah, it's kinda... almost like the truss rod channel on that one got like the wood wasn't dried properly or something. But yeah, I have that one tuned down a half step right now and drop D too. So it's so sharp But yeah, that, that P90 right there is just awesome. Oh yeah. It's light. Is it chambered? That's or? one thing too. Same thing, like I said, every time I go and build a guitar, it's like kind of, I'm trying new things in every direction. So I went into the, uh, to buy wood into the hardwood store there in Reno. And I was like, shoot, I don't know what... I've heard basswood is a guitar body. Oh, this is wood. basswood? Right, and it, it was cheap, so I was like, I might as well give it a shot. I'm going to build mm -hmm. three bodies. I'm going to give it a shot. So I bought some basswood and some alder is what I did. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is the alder one. Yeah, it's super light. Yeah, which I don't like. like the but neck I, is like, like heavier than yeah. the body is. But I don't like it light like that. So I, in the future, I like. I found that I like alder. Yeah, that little experience. alder's great. Mm -hmm. Alder's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. These are awesome guitars. We're going to move on here. Um, but real quick, we are going to pause for a quick break. Word from our sponsors. This episode of the M Plus One Podcast has been made possible by, well, me. <laughs> Miller's Custom Guitars. I service guitars in the Sonora, Jamestown, Twain Hart area of the California Motherlode region. You know, if you're in the area, I'd love to service your guitar and get it back in your hands, up and running. I've been basically servicing my own guitars ever since I started playing guitar. I'd love to get your guitar up and running and back in your hands. Also, this podcast would not be possible if it weren't for the loving support of my beautiful wife, who happens to have an Etsy shop where she makes these amazing miniature paintings. If you are into miniatures, you should go check out her Etsy store, which is called DD Minis. Those are super cool. And you should check out her Etsy store and buy some of her art, which is incredible. We'll have her on sometime to talk about it. Last of all, the best way that you can support this show is by sharing it with a friend, giving it a review on Apple Podcasts, telling someone about this podcast, giving it a like, giving it a subscribe, giving it a follow in your podcast feed, getting the word out. That would really help me out a lot. I would really appreciate that. Anyway, enough for the ads. Let's get back to Keenan and hear what he has to say about guitars. All right, and we're back. So um, another question I have, this is a new question I just added. Do you have any uh, guilty pleasures? Something that others uh, might 
looked down on. Maybe you know, maybe you're running a boss metal zone or something that other guitar players might look at and say, "Oh, that's lame. Why would you do that?" But you do it anyway. Something that it's just a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I would honestly, I would say this thing probably. Like you said, the ten foot. Thing. Yeah, I love the way this thing looks. I hate the way it feels. Mm -hmm. I like the way it plays. I hate the way it sounds. Mm -hmm. So it's like, as a guitar player, it's kind of disgusting. Mm -hmm. But up on stage holding it, I still feel kind of cool. So I still <laughs> attempt to play it at some of my gigs and yeah. stuff sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I mean, from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to put some good pickups in there. You'd be happy with I it. I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put some beer, better pickups in it and deal with There's an issue with the bridge. But once I do that, I think it'll be passable to play yeah. on stage. And it'll... Uh, you know, you should try make um, up for some of the flaws. I mean, something cheap. You know, like the the, the guitar fetish pickups are so oh, yeah. cheap. But I've heard really good things about them. You know, oh, really? yeah, they're. I mean, I think they're forty, fifty bucks, and you can just pop them in there. You mm -hmm. know, and yeah, one thing is too. This is the. I'm not familiar with humbuckers really at all. Oh yeah. So for all I know, this could just be what humbuckers sound like. And no, I just don't like it. No, no, no. <laughs> I like, Maybe. but that's my. You know, it was my experience. Yeah, maybe before it. we go, you can try my um, my ES335. Oh, yeah. Because those are so, have so much clarity. Right. I mean, you can totally rock with them, but they're, they're so, they have so much clarity. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely, those are very dark, muddy pickups. Yeah, they're, I'm not a fan at garbage. all. I, if, <laughs> if I turn the treble and presence up on my right. amp, it'll sound okay, but then I go to plug in, like, like my Telecaster or something, and it then my Telecaster sounds terrible. So right. it's just like it's way too far out of the range of, mm -hmm. you know, being able to work nice. with my setup. But I still try and play it anyway. <laughs> nice. We got just a couple questions left here. What is your current uh, favorite piece in your collection? What makes it so special, and why is it beating out the rest? <laughs> so this thing right here, it's Ooh, a baby. Yeah, it's a. I don't know if. You, any guitar people out there have probably seen a Jack Daniels whiskey barrel guitar at some point out on there. Yeah. They're somewhat popular. That Jaron Johnson or whatever. What's I don't his know. Name? Who he's he's that guy always playing cigar box guitars and stuff. Okay. But he, Jack Johnson or I don't remember his don't name. Know. It's something with a J, but he plays like a shovel guitars and weird stuff like okay. that. Okay. But he he I think was one of the guys who played a whiskey barrel guitar. Okay. One of the first guys that I saw. And they're made out of, like, actual Jack Daniels whiskey barrels. Okay. And so they got the markings on them and stuff. But the other guy in my band said he wanted one of those. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try and build it. You know, you buy the parts and I'll slap it together and see see if I can learn something and make something cool out of it. And I persuaded him basically to put all of my favorite parts into it. So actually, this isn't even my guitar, but yeah. I'm in I'm almost done building it. Yeah. And I just love it. I kind of, you know, want to keep it. I'm going to have to build my own, basically, yeah. type of a thing. Okay, so for the audio listeners, this is a Les Paul, like, special style guitar. A slab body. It's got a single P90 pickup. Uh, it's got, like, a Floyd Rose style bridge system on it, like, with a locking nut. And then, differing from the green one, the green one had, like, a wraparound, like, a tunomatic style bridge. This one's got a Floyd Rose with a locking nut. The thing about this that makes it so special is, so you, these aren't bur barrels, you made this. No, right. Are those, is that pallet wood, pallet wood yeah. or just? Well, said so I, I did not have access to Jack Daniels whiskey right. barrels. I don't even know where you would get them. Right. And I, honestly, I, the one thing I didn't like about the Jack Daniels whiskey barrel guitars is that the logo is 
ends up in a weird place. You know, it doesn't really look right. So I took some oak pallets and kind of made like this slat look and left them roughed up as I could. And then I just... um, You did this with your CNC, right? Yeah, I ended up engraving it with my CNC and putting... I tried to burn it and stuff, but like everything is kind of an experiment with me. So I'll just tell you, like this just looks so cool and it's perfectly placed. It looks really super cool. And then you add the old number seven... At, on the fretboard. On the seventh fret. Yeah, yeah on the seventh fret. <laughs> um, so you did that on your inlays. And then you tried to do, once again, we you know, you mentioned before we started recording that all your guitars are kind of janky. Here, flip it over. You can't hide your shame here. <laughs> you were trying to do a back that slipped on mm-hmm. for the back, and that didn't work out. And you're going to do that Not eventually, yet. right? You're going to yeah. figure it you're out. You're going to do that. <laughs> that kind of was going to hide your guts here. Yeah. But um, one thing I love about this guitar is the neck. You finally made a neck that was thick enough for me. Yeah. Your necks are always yeah, kind of thin. Per- I was persuaded by you to try yeah. the baseball bats. So yeah. I'm and uh, you haven't don't have any finish on it yet, so it's a little rough. It's Man, this this thing absolutely rips. <laughs> This is what you were playing at the casino when I saw you at the casino. And man, you were melting heads <laughs> on this guitar and it sounded phenomenal. What's it, What pickup do you have in there? It's another Lawler P90. A Lawler I, P90. That, the one on the green one that I used but this, yeah, this sounded is so a good I had to have Soap bar instead one. of a dog ear? Right, just because it's easier to mount. Yeah. That's, that's basically the yeah. only reason. Nice. Looks a little cleaner. Alright. Okay, so now we get to the most important question of the whole thing. What is... N plus one. What is next? What have you been working towards? Eyeballing? What casting for? As far as building goes, I would say, I don't know. So I definitely, this thing's going to leave me soon because I'm going to have to give it to to my buddy. So So I'm going to have to build another one of these for sure. You definitely got to. And I'm going to have to clean up some of the problems. Some of the problems. Right. So and then we have our guitar that we've been making. Yeah, and that one like There's that one. So I guess it's like N plus three, but because I also have. I really want to build a five-string bass for my bass. Okay, room. all right. Really bad. So it's like it's my new thing. I've been designing it and stuff. I have it yeah. all drawn up. But um, so yeah, that's another thing that awesome. I'm working on right there. Yeah. Cool. We're gonna wrap up here, and then I thought it'd be really cool if we got out some acoustic guitars I have in there and maybe played a song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I will cut to that now. So I'll just cut to that now, and we'll slice that in, and we'll figure something out and play some cool music, and then we will get out.
Okay, Keenan, what is something that you would tell to someone who is new to guitars or maybe building or um, wants to get into guitars? Where would you tell them to start? I, I would say my advice in general for kind of anything, I guess, that you're interested in would be to just, like, just do it. Like, do something. You know what I mean? Like, so, I had an interest, interest in building guitars, so I, I mean... The best thing I could have done was to go and build one. Right. And, like a lot of these have issues with them, but they're the fastest way to learn is to do it and plow through it and learn. Right. And that's you know kind of the quickest way towards progress. Right. I'd say as far as learning music and stuff, learning the guitar, it's important to start somewhere with like a guitar that's actually playable. Start with a guitar that's playable yeah. for sure. But as, yeah. aside from that, here's my thing on that: is like it's not like when I was a kid, like. The the cheap import guitars, were, when I was a kid, were actually absolute trash. Mm. And nowadays, for two hundred two hundred and fifty dollars, you can get a monster guitar. Yeah. You know, don't buy a hundred dollar guitar. <laughs> buy like a two hundred dollar or two hundred fifty dollar guitar, yeah. and that thing will be dynamite. Yeah, you know, you can find the right one. Yeah, it, it just yeah. Go and go to a store, play some guitars. That's what I would say. You mm. know, personally. Yeah, as long as you do your research, right? And get the right. And play something that 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 connects to you, you know, right. and um, that you connect with, and something that you want to play is something that you're going to be wanting to play and reaching for. Mm -hmm. Personally, that's what I would say. Yeah, you, that's another thing as far as like learning like guitar and practicing and stuff is making it easy to do. You know? Oh sure. Like like if it's in a place where it's easy to just pick it up and like start playing, you're more likely to do that. So yeah, you know, make Thank it easier you. on yourself. In that totally, hundred percent. <laughs> agree with you well thank you Keenan so much for your time thank you for coming out and coming over here today I know you're busy you got a lot going on how can people connect with you find your music if they were are interested in doing that where can they find you yeah so I'm kind of a little bit tough because I don't have any social media I'm an alien in that right. way but you can find you can look at my band northforkband.com northforkband.com we'll yeah. put a link yep um, and then Instagram all everything's linked on there with the YouTube and um Instagram's linked on there, but Instagram Great. is North Fork underscore official. Okay, I, I don't nice. even know how you say the Instagram <laughs> label. It's at right, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, at, at, at so it must North be Fork. at North Fork underscore official. Great, that I think cool. there's Facebook on there too. Yeah, check him out. Check there. out his band. Check out his music. Well, cool. That is it for us today. Um, this has been Adam from N Plus One Podcast and Millie Custom Guitars. And until next time, don't be a jerk.